Welcome in to the Tuesday edition of the Fun Astrology Podcast, December 22nd. Almost Christmas, isn't it? I hope you're ready. (laughs) Thomas Miller, thanks for stopping by. I know we have some new listeners that have joined us fairly recently. We talk about the sky and where it is for all of us every morning, uh, Monday through Friday, for about five to ten minutes. We try to cut it off just before the eyes gloss over (laughs) and keep it fresh. And what we've been talking about a lot is this big conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn, which happened officially yesterday. I hope you got to see it last night, wherever in the world you are. For those of you who uh, had it covered by clouds, it was on YouTube, and you can go back and check that out. I was able to see it, and I'm going to tell you about that here coming up. And uh, then I thought tomorrow I wanted to go into some of the mythology behind Saturn and Jupiter. Who were they in mythology, and what is their story? Because I think there are some things that we can glean from that. And then probably we'll shift the conversation on Thursday onward onto some other things. But this is just so monumental that I thought we'd camp out on it for another couple of days. Now, in the sky today... We have just a couple of things. The week is going to get fairly boring from here, i got to tell you. The moon stays in Aries all the way until Thursday morning. And then, this is kind of interesting now, folks, because the moon in Taurus has no other planets that it can aspect and basically goes void, of course, at 7 p.m. Thursday evening, Christmas Eve, right as Santa is pulling out from the North Pole. Rudolph in tow, and Christmas this year is going to be under a void of course moon. So save your receipts. <laughs> Hope you have. It is void of course all the way until Saturday the 26th at 6.30 p.m. So your Christmas Eve dinner, Christmas Day, Christmas Day night, Saturday, all the way until dinner time. Void of course. And with COVID amongst us, all the movie theaters are closed. (laughs) What are we going to do? Well, I hope you have a good Netflix thing or a favorite podcast like the Subconscious Mind Mastery. There are 250-plus episodes you can veg out on. How about that? Now, one other thing before we get back to the Great Conjunction is Mars is sesquisquare with Venus. So anything around love, relationships, money... Could have maybe a little sandpaper around it. But the big one is happening officially tomorrow, but it sure is shaped up today, that Mars and Pluto are in a square. That's happening at 23 degrees, both Capricorn and Aries, which is exactly where Pluto was when all the mm, hit the fan earlier this year. One of you asked me yesterday about my thoughts on this new strain of COVID that has swept England, basically, and shut things down, that it mutated and that this is a rather aggressive spreader. And isn't that in the context of Jupiter pulling away from Pluto? And that's absolutely right. And Mars is squaring Pluto. There are two sides to the coin, right? So, yes, absolutely. We hope that Jupiter pulling away from Pluto has a diminishing effect on COVID-19. We absolutely pray and hope that that's the case. And Mars is not out of the picture. Mercury is also not out of the picture because it's going to be moving through Capricorn very fast, headed toward Aquarius, where it goes retrograde in January and into February. 
And that might be just kind of the course, at least up here in the northern hemisphere, that we have to make it through February, March, April into May. And then seasonality kicks in. And by then, Jupiter has moved all the way through Aquarius and has stuck his little toe in Pisces. And maybe that's what it takes to say bye-bye Miss American Pie to COVID-19. You know, I think collectively, if we knew that by May, June, this thing was going to be gone, well, that would be a lot of encouragement, wouldn't it? So I, I could hope and yet in about that same time, late summer, at least, Mars will be opposite that Pluto. So we'll kind of fire this conversation back up again. Wanted to leave you with just a couple of takeaways with my little meditating experience last night around Jupiter-Saturn. I went out to a spot where I could look out over the west, had some podcast listeners are in town, and they joined in. And we had a great experience out there with the telescope, set it up, and was able to enjoy the view. But after they left, and just as it was sinking down into the clouds, I had a little time to just look and stare and reflect. And I thought back on the time in 1961 when these two got together in Capricorn and how that led to a tumultuous decade. And I thought of the other side of the coin. It was also the decade that we put our footprints on the moon. It was a decade that people like John McKay, who was the former CEO of Whole Foods, emerged with a new vision for delivering organic foods to more people. And it was a time when we actually made it legal in the United States to stop being mean to people just based on the color of their skin. So there's both sides of the coin. I thought back to the last air conjunction of these two in Libra in 1980, the releasing of technology on so many fronts, including the Internet. I thought about the conjunction in 2020 in Taurus. I thought about some of the financial ups and downs that we've had, various things that have affected the markets around the world. And then as I looked at them again and just staring at them right there together and realizing I'd hop down and look in the telescope periodically and I'd see that they were farther apart. That was so wild. They were closer when I first got there and farther apart when I left. And I was looking at them and just absorbing, well, what is the next 20 years going to look like? What will be the themes? What do I need to do to adjust? Who will be the players? What will be the emerging technologies? And will there be more restrictions? And then a very clear message came through. And the message was, don't worry about doing. There will be plenty of time to do. Right now, just absorb the magnitude of this moment. We have changed eras. We have changed qualities. We have changed signs. And maybe, just maybe, could this be a revisitation of that same energy so long ago that could bring us back to our own source with a new message, air, that we eventually are going to move into a new era of higher consciousness, of more awareness, more peace, love, make love, not war. And as I was sitting there thinking those thoughts, Saturn and Pluto dropped into the clouds and were gone. My eyes will never see them that close again. But in being and feeling the inspiration and the power of this moment, I also feel that that image will never leave the vision of my mind. 
And if it does, a good Google search will always bring it back, <laughs> right? <laughs> but you get the point. It was a very powerful day yesterday. I felt it all the way into my heart, literally, and burned it into my soul. So I think the message for us for this conjunction is to just be. Let it sit and speak to you in its own way. Have ears to hear, and I will see you tomorrow. Bless you. Bye-bye.